everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we are going to read the shortest book in the Old Testament. Obadiah is very is short. Is it shorter than the whole Bible? And the whole Bible? It is, is not it? shorter than the whole Bible. Who's the one that... <laughs> no! <laughs> Is it the shortest book in the whole Bible? Uh, I think probably Philemon is okay, the shortest book in the Bible would be my guess. That's off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm just curious. Okay. So I, I'm i going to get in a fight with our own reading plan. Yeah. Um, we are trying to do this chronologically. And yesterday when I signed off and I said that we were going to be reading Obadiah next, I was like, huh, that is weird. Seems strange. Uh, it, it seemed very strange. So there is an issue here that I just want to make you guys aware of, and we are sticking to the plan, uh, even though I don't like it. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'm able to come under the authority of the plan and stick to it. Um, Obadiah is pretty unclear as to when it was written. Um, it is a prophecy about Edom. So Edom are the people that are the descendants of Esau. Um, so they, they come directly from Esau when he kind of split off to find other lands. So that is the kingdom of Edom. Uh, this is a prophecy against Edom. And some of the things in the book can help us guess, like make an educated guess on when this was written. So I just want to call out a couple things um, that you can that we can point to to say like, ah, oh, maybe it was this. So Obadiah has no chapters. So in Obadiah uh, verse 11, on the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem. Uh, that is that that's telling us like an invader has come into Jerusalem mm-hmm. and is deciding how to split up Jerusalem. Um, verse 13 into 14. Uh, Actually, I'll just pick up 14. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut off his fugitives. Do not hand over his survivors in the day of distress. So it has this image uh, of people kind of escaping and Edom capturing those people to make sure that they still come under judgment of whoever is coming against Jerusalem. And actually earlier, uh, in verse 12, do not gloat, gloat over the day of your brother in the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. So this prophecy has something to say about like massive calamity in mm-hmm. Jerusalem. And so what a lot of scholars have chosen to do is say that this prophecy is about Edom in the time of the Babylonians attacking Jerusalem and carrying the people of Judah into exile. So that occurs in 586. That's a hard date. We know that it happened uh, and we know that it was 586. Um, What's weird is that in the course of our reading, like we're trying to do a chronological reading, um, we are most likely reading about events that are occurring like 840, 850 BC. So we're like, you know, 300 years apart. Rabbinic tradition, that's like what rabbis have taught in the past, believes that Obadiah is the Obadiah in 1 Kings 18, who was like an advisor of Ahab, um, who saved the prophets of God. Um, Like, you know, when Elijah is like, oh, I'm the only prophet. And God's like, well, there's actually a lot of prophets. 
um, Obadiah saved at least a hundred. Um, so like oral tradition recognizes this Obadiah as the one who was under Ahab. That seems unlikely um, because it seems like this prophecy has a lot to do with Babylon. So I don't know why um, this particular reading plan chooses to place Obadiah here. It seems like there is enough evidence that this isn't quite where it belongs. Um, but there, you know, there are people who believe that this is the Obadiah who was in First Kings 18. It does not seem like that's the case because the history around uh, Ahab and the, the kings in Judah don't seem to match um, what Obadiah is speaking about. Maybe Obadiah is speaking like very far in the future. Obviously, prophets are able to do that. Um, we believe that about many prophecies about Jesus. So it could be that it, it, it is the Obadiah from 1 Kings 18. Um, and he's just speaking, you know, 300 years into the future. Uh, a lot of people put this writing at the time of 586. So it's up for debate. Uh, with that out of the way, um, it's basically Obadiah speaking against Edom because Edom was involved in gathering up people who were trying to flee the Babylonians. Uh, Edom was capturing those people who were fleeing from Judah uh, into Edom. They were capturing those people and handing them over to the Babylonians. Mm -hmm. And they were like celebrating that they, you know, that Judah was being destroyed. Ultimately, the purpose of the book is to give people hope. Because verses 19 through 21 uh, talks in a future tense of how the people will return to the land um, and, you know, Jerusalem will have people in it. They'll possess the people will possess the cities um, and the kingdom will be the Lord's. Uh, you can see that in the final verses. And so it is kind of this, this passage of hope about how God's people will ultimately return from exile and be living in Jerusalem again. And so a, a lot of those uh, folks that were carried off into exile that knew of Obadiah took hope in the prophecy, partially because they were frustrated with Edom and they wanted to see Edom judged for the wrong they had done, but also partially because they were excited to return home. And this prophet said that that would happen. Well, and like the thing that got my attention the most was like, in my mind, it's like evil people only, like outside of the Israelite people that are the ones that are um, wanting to be judged. But it's actually like it's it's like family members against family members, yes. which is like I the mean, craziest part, like because they're descendants of the same yeah, people. Descendants against descendants. So like it, it seems like, hey, we're like from the same lineage and you're just handing us over. And so what's crazy about this, Edom will be humbled in the words of Obadiah, like dang, they're actually talking about people that have the same lineage as the Israelites that are just getting tossed over to the hands of the Babylonians. So that to me was pretty crazy because I had just assumed like this is this like big, bad, ugly enemy, but ultimately it's actually the Edomites who are of the same lineage. So that's like, that is crazy, which also ties in the Psalms. So the Psalms then, um, chapter 82 is short and sweet, but it says, uh, rescue the weak and needy. So it's like calling out to God, like, please rescue, um, those who were, I guess, like wronged that need help. But then also, uh, Psalm 83 goes right along with it. We're just like begging to God, like, Hey, these wrongs have happened please don't stay silent. Please do something about this. Please um, execute judgment on these people for the wrongs that they've done. So it's an interesting tie-in between the Psalms and the book of Obadiah that I have noticed anyway. 
as far as your part goes, don't sell your cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't betray your family. I yeah, guess. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. These these are interesting readings today. Um, I would say probably like like remember if nothing else, like if you truly are feeling wronged, like don't feel like it is your job and your like your duty to have revenge on others. I think the and not to say like God's going to like yeah. It's just like it's not your duty. Like the Lord is going to take care of you. I mean, we ourselves, like, we've definitely had our moments of feeling very wronged. Um, and there's like such a part of us that wants to just reach out and do the the bidding on our own. Um, but really, like, call out to the Lord, like, hey God, like, please, like, not only like fix this situation, please, or like show yourself through this, or please like glorify yourself through this, but like help fix my heart too. Like I need your help right here too. I feel like I've been wronged and all these other things like that go along with it. Uh, but knowing that the Lord is, he is sovereign, he's in control and all for his glory, I think is excellent way to <laughs> to put these goofy little books in uh, into perspective. So uh, thanks for joining us today and we will see you guys back tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. The book of Obadiah. The vision of Obadiah. Thus says the Lord God concerning Edom. We have heard a report from the Lord, and a messenger has been sent among the nations. Rise up, let us rise up against her for battle. Behold, I will make you small among the nations. You shall be utterly despised. The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock, in your lofty dwelling, who say in your heart, Who will bring me down to the ground? Though you soar aloft like the eagle, though your nest is set among the stars, From there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. If thieves came to you, if plunderers came by night, how you have been destroyed. Would they not steal only enough for themselves? If grape gatherers came to you, would they not leave gleanings? How Esau has been pillaged, his treasurers sought out. All your allies have driven you to your border. Those at peace with you have deceived you. They have prevailed against you. Those who eat your bread have set a trap beneath you. You have no understanding. Will I not on that day, declares the Lord, destroy the wise men out of Edom and understanding out of Mount Esau? And your mighty men shall be dismayed, O Teman, so that every man from Mount Esau will be cut off by slaughter. Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you, and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. But do not gloat over the day of your brother in the day of his misfortune. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their ruin. Do not boast in the day of distress. Do not enter the gate of my people in the day of their calamity. Do not gloat over his disaster on the day of his calamity. Do not loot his wealth in the day of his calamity. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut off his fugitives. Do not hand over his survivors in the day of distress. For the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. 
Your deeds shall return on your own head. For as you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations shall drink continually. They shall drink and swallow, and shall be as though they had never been. But in Mount Zion there shall be those who escape, and it shall be holy. And the house of Jacob shall possess their own possessions. The house of Jacob shall be a fire, and the house of Joseph a flame, and the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them, and there shall be no survivors from the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. Those of the Negev shall possess Mount Esau, and those of the Shephelah shall possess the land of the Philistines. They shall possess the land of Ephraim and the land of Samaria, and Benjamin shall possess Gilead. The exiles of this host of the people Israel shall possess the land of the Canaanites as far as Zarephath, and the exiles of Jerusalem who are in Sepharad shall possess the cities of the Negev. Saviors shall go up from Mount Zion to rule Mount Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Psalm chapter 82. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods, he holds judgment. How long will you judge unjustly and show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and the destitute. Rescue the weak and the needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, You are God, sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die and fall like any prince. Arise, O God, judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations. Psalm 83 O God, do not keep silence. Do not hold your peace or be still, O God. For behold, your enemies make an uproar. Those who hate you have raised their heads. They lay crafty plans against your people. They consult together against your treasured ones. They say, Come, let us wipe them out as a nation. Let the name of Israel be remembered no more. For they conspire with one accord. Against you they make a covenant. The tens of Edom and the Ishmaelites, Moab and the Hagrites, Gabal and the Ammon and Amalek, Philistia, with the inhabitants of Tyre, Asher, who has joined them, they are the strong arm of the children of Lot. Do to them as you did to Midian, as to Syria and Jabin at the river of Kishon, who were destroyed at Endor, who became dung for the ground. Make their nobles like Oreb and Zeb, all the princes like Zeba and Zalmanah, who said, Let us take possession for ourselves of the pastures of God. O oh my God, make them like whirling dust, like chaff before the wind. As fire consumes the forest, as the flame sets the mountains ablaze, so may you pursue them with your tempest and terrify them with your hurricane. Fill their faces with shame that they may seek your name, O oh Lord. Let them be put to shame and dismayed forever. Let them perish in disgrace that they may know that you alone, whose name is the Lord, are the most high over all the earth. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.